0: Uh, who is a U.S. Army veteran and Assistant Veteran Service Center Manager as well as Alden Only, a service center coach. Uh, John was appointed as the Assistant Veteran Service uh, Center Manager on August 2019 for the Chicago VA Regional Office. He joined the Veterans Benefits Administration at the Indianapolis Regional Office in February of 2010. He's held numerous positions. And prior to employment with the Department of Veterans Affairs, he served as an officer in the United States Army. He retired in February of 2010. Uh, he also has multiple degrees. Uh, he has a, a, from the University of Indianapolis, he received the Bachelor's of Science in Criminal Justice. And he received a Master of Science degree in Criminal Justice from the University of Cincinnati, Master of Arts in Christian Leadership from the Liberty University, and soon will complete his Master's of Science degree in Athletic Coaching from Ball State University. Uh, it's really kind of interesting. Uh, you know, so many people will say, you know, someone is a, um, is a jack of all trades and a master of none, but it seems like he's a master of multiple disciplines. And we also have Alden Only is a coach um, a Supervisory Veterans Representative at the Department of Veterans Affairs, Chicago Regional Office. Uh, he's graduated from the U of I in the spring of 2008, and he now is uh, working as an assistant coach and uh, change management agent as of June of 2015. But he has actually uh, worked his way up uh, in this uh, area, so he is actually doing a lot with people, he said, uh, the aspects of my job that I enjoy the most are leading people and leading change. Welcome, gentlemen. We're going to be discussing virtual hearings, so uh, I'll lead it to you, let you lead it off, John.
1: Hey, good evening. We're just happy to be here. Like Great. he said, my name is John Pennington. I'm mm-hmm. the Assistant Veterans Service Center Manager, mm-hmm. and what we want to we want to give a brief overview of the virtual hearings we're doing i'll do like the overcap and i'll let i want to still on and only thunder and he'll get into the, <laughs> the weeds of it yes, <laughs> he's a smart guy on it <laughs> so basically you know veterans request hearings but obviously the office is closed and we can't do a whole lot of in-person hearings right now so you know overall we did a Took a look at our current systems and we took a step back and seeing how can we help eliminate the backlog even in this system So what we kind of did was create our kind of internal um, SharePoint sites on how can we best um, service those veterans that have been waiting the longest so basically um, when they come in and request a hearing um, what well, Auden does is he pulls daily reports of those claims, and he will have a, what well, we have a hearing coordinator now. Um, they will input that information into our SharePoint site, and when they complete it and submit it, it automatically goes to a supervisor, which often only manages pretty well. Um, once he does mm-hmm. that, he coordinates with the supervisors in the other lanes, and they pick an employee to, um, that will actually hold those hearings, And they'll input that in a system and that will automatically email that said employee to hold a hearing and they'll start preparing for it. And with all that being said, initially, the hearing coordinator, what they would do is coordinate with the vet, call the vet to see, hey, do you want to have a virtual hearing? If so, what date would be good for you? And we set all that up and it's been going pretty well. But if you want to go ahead and get in the weeds of that, I'll let you do that.
2: Sure. Good evening. As John mentioned, my name is Alden Only. I'm a coach at the Chicago Regional Office, and thank you all for the introduction. Uh, But yeah, so the hearing, the virtual hearing process, as John touched on, has been uh, very successful. We've done a great job, as he mentioned, at uh, reducing the backlog. One of the things that has helped us a great deal in getting uh, some of these hearings scheduled and um, getting them completed and, and thus allowing us to go ahead and continue forward with the claims processing is we have three hearing coordinators who are working in in concert with like john mentioned the the coaches and the other some of the other um, employees of veteran service representatives and rating veteran service representatives on the floor in order to one get the hearing scheduled but even before we do that we have them screening cases to identify which which uh, cases actually are still in need of hearings versus which cases we can take uh, other action on meaning there's some cases when, when we have our service representatives uh, review them and screen them they can identify on the front end that you know mm-hmm. this case may lo- no longer need a hearing based on um, evidence that may have already be of record we can take mm-hmm. uh, action at that point particular point in time um, if we're going to be able to grant benefit, grant the benefits sought for the veteran or claimant, we can go ahead and take action at that point in time without necessarily doing a hearing, which you know would further hold up the case. As long as we're you know reaching out to the veteran and getting confirmation from them that they would be willing to withdraw their hearing in light of the fact that we can go ahead and make a advantageous decision for them at that point in time. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's a, a big a big part of this, a big piece of this puzzle is screening the cases and identifying those which may need further development, um, i.e. maybe an examination is still needed for the veteran. um, So it may need further development before the hearing uh, is actually scheduled because that's one of the things where, you know, we have to follow certain processes and steps in order to make the the overall process as efficient as possible. So
0: we identify
2: those cases um, where an examination may be needed, and then from there, get that that documentation in, and then we can go ahead and get those hearings scheduled to sort of streamline the process.
0: Okay. And so so how, how does the uh, service member, you know, get that records you know, to you? Or how, is there, like, you know, if they have personal records at home or those kinds of things, you know, prior to the hearing, I guess there has to be some kind of correspondence?
2: Yeah, so that's actually that's a great question, and that's one of the other things that mm-hmm. – our hearing coordinators identify throughout their correspondence with the veterans and their service officers, their representatives. Is when we are scheduling the hearings with them. We, in the emails we send out to them, we ask them like, if if there's any additional evidence that you have, please let us know. And so, um, during the time that we're scheduling these hearings, we're also confirming valid email addresses for the veterans. And so, what they're able to do. Either through uh, e-benefits or one of our other uh, direct portals, or through their service officer directly, they can get that evidence uploaded before the hearing. So that way, whoever the hearing official is has some time to review, you know, whatever evidence or documentation they have submitted, and then they can, you know, essentially they can be on the same page once it uh, it comes to the hearing date, Uh, and then any additional um, any additional things that a veteran or claimant wants to discuss anything that they want to elaborate on based on the evidence they can do so at that point in time.
0: Oh, that's that's fantastic. Um, you know, so with, with this process, um, how, how do they, first of all, get in touch with you, or how, how do they uh, find out more about the process? You know, is there, like, an, a website or, you know, a phone number that they can call?
2: So there is... John, feel free to chime in here if you want, but there is... Um, Like on the va.gov there is some information regarding um some of the changes that have come about you know since since the pandemic since COVID started um in terms of you know how to get examinations done and hearings is another one of those things where they provided a little additional information uh as far as getting in contact with us directly we do have something set up where our public contact team can be reached and then from there Uh, If it's any issues regarding hearings, they would relay that to myself or one of the hearing coordinators involved. Um, Mm -hmm. We also have a a hearing coordinator mailbox um, from which the service officers can contact us directly. So if, if a veteran wanted to, let's say, get an update on the status of their hearing, they could reach out to their service officer and then the service officers have the email, our corporate email address that they can um, forward that inquiry to and to us, and then we can, we can answer those
0: inquiries directly. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, because it, it sounds yeah. like – oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, if you
1: don't mind, if I jump in. Um, also, like Al said, we do have numbers where you can reach us directly. Mm-hmm. Um, what we want to do is create an environment where our Illinois veterans and surrounding veterans can still talk to us directly, us as in the Chicago Regional Office, in lieu of calling the 1-800 number. So what we did, we put up if you don't have a pen and paper, if those are listening out there, um, if you just Google Chicago VA regional office, um on, once you pull that up on the left hand side, under operating status, it will give you a number where you could call us directly and an email address where you can email us and we will respond within that day or the next, but we primarily try to call that same day. As if, if you if a veteran came into the office how we would have that interaction, and public contact. And that's what we want to set up virtually. So those of you with pen and paper, to reach us directly, our phone number is 312-980-4470. On that number, you will be, um, someone should be able to pick that up and answer your calls and relay it to a public contact rep who will be able to answer your questions. If for some reason he's on another line, you could just leave the voicemail and we will log it and call you right back. Or you can email us at vetinquiries.vbachi.va.gov. at va.gov. Again, that's vetinquiries, I-N-Q-U-I-R-I-E-S dot at va.gov. And that number one more time is 312-980-4470. And because we understand sometimes that 1-800 number, it takes a while to get through to someone. And Mm -hmm. by the time it relates to us, it may be some time lapse on when we call you back. So what we want to do here in Chicago was, like I said, make sure that we provide real-class customer service to you so we could call you back in a timely fashion and still speak with us here locally at the Chicago Regional Office.
0: Wow, that sounds like you have it very well organized. (laughs) I am impressed. Yeah, we do. And uh, so, so, you know, what are some of the uh, success stories? Do you have any success stories where you, you know, you helped veterans to get, um, you know, uh, into, you know, through the whole process? You know, because, you know, right now we have the COVID-19 that seems to be predominating everything we do, right, Uh, everything we talk about and uh, we face. And uh, there are veterans, you know, who are out there, uh, because when you 're helping the veteran you 're not just helping the veteran you 're helping potentially an entire family right um, right and and so right now we have people who are losing their jobs, people who just don 't know where to turn uh, that you know they 're feeling kind of isolated and withdrawn so this actually is a, is a mechanism that actually helps them because the virtual world and the virtual hearings actually help them to progress and to proceed with their claims. Uh, whereas they would, you know, have no other recourse. So, uh, you know, I think this is a really admirable service. So, you know, so how, how, you know, what what have you seen out there? And, you know, have you spoken to veterans who, you know, actually uh, were helped by this process?
1: Yeah. Arden, did you want to jump in here on any of the proposed reduced stories on the hearings?
2: Sure, sure. So, there was one particular hearing that I got an opportunity to sit in on. And one of the things that the veteran mentioned, and this was what I took from speaking with the hearing official for this particular hearing, was it was nice. That the veteran mentioned that it was nice to basically just kind of have someone there to hear their story and hear them out. And it was nice to also have the visual of seeing someone actively working their claim this was a virtual Mm -hmm. hearing where the audio and video session was was established and so um it it gave the veteran an opportunity to place a face with the name of the person one of the people that was directly working their claim and so just to for the veterans to be able to hear the empathy in this hearing official's voice and their direct um Influence on the claim and, and just how engaged they were in trying to help the veteran the veteran you know thanked them at the end of the hearing it was it was very much appreciative appreciative of their services and had mentioned that you know with the the pandemic and just so many of us feeling in a state of isolation mm-hmm. that it was nice for him to have an opportunity to kind of see someone albeit through you know through a computer still nice to see them have a visual of the person helping them and to be able to kind of discuss things with them throughout the hearing and then also sort of off the record have an opportunity to ask them some questions uh, related to other you know benefit issues and things of that nature so um, that was one one thing that I found was extremely positive to hear um, that a veteran you know that was something they they were able to take from the hearing process and uh, we've heard other similar stories like that so we, we feel we feel good that, that we've had the opportunity and we have the technology to go ahead and, and conduct these virtual hearings and reach out to the veterans. And even in, in a climate where we can't see them directly, we can still you know, kind of have that human connection with them via the virtual setting. So.
0: That's fantastic because you know, during these uh, trying times with COVID, you know, we have, um, you know, I always say that social distancing does not equal you know, social uh, disconnection or social isolation. And uh, we yeah. don't have to be in that state. So you guys have actually broken through that barrier and uh, have you know, reinforced that uh, sentiment that, you know, uh, veterans, you're not alone out there and that there are people who do still care about you and want to help you. So I, I'm Definitely. really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you know, what about the, you know, we have many uh, veterans who are also homeless. And um, we we've been, you know, working with that with food banks and doing a lot of things to try to help veterans so what about those people who are you know in those situations um is there anything that they uh can you know avail themselves to um you know in in uh in these trying times you know there are some you know centers that people go to where they do have you know uh tele uh capabilities um uh, you know, that they can actually help, uh, you know, set veterans up. But is there anything that, you know, that is particular to that particular uh, subpopulation of veterans?
1: Um, yeah, well, what we have here at the Chicago Regional Office, we have an excellent homeless outreach coordinator. His name is Kevin Howe. I believe he's been on the show a couple of times, but um, he's a tremendous asset to us where he reach, actually reaches out when he goes to the shelters um, mm-hmm. seeing if, if he could assist I anyone mean, finding claims, if, they, if he could connect them to any resources to help them financially or find housing and food, shelter, whatever it is that they need. But, yeah, we send Kevin out a lot to some of these shelters to assist. And, I mean, he's done a tremendous job with that.
0: Oh, fantastic. You know, and, and sometimes, you know, veterans also – you know, have uh, you know, borne the the uh, scars of battle, right? So we have mm-hmm. wounded veterans, and their families are, you know, trying to help and assist them. Uh, some have you know, traumatic brain injuries or you know, severe PTSD, right. those kinds of things. So, h- how can family members get involved in this? Is there a way for them to, you know, uh, to reach out to you? You know, if you have a spouse of a veteran, you know, whether it be male or female. Um, you know, is there someone, some way they can actually reach out or, you know, try to get some assistance with, um, you know, filing a claim for their uh, loved one?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so we have public contact reps, like I said here, mm-hmm. who offer tremendous service to veterans who want to help, and they want, they want to talk to people. Even when this whole close down took effect in March, um, our public contact reps were kind of disappointed because they don't have that interaction with the veterans a whole lot anymore. And that's why we created this whole phone system where actually they could reach out to us at the 312-980-4470 number or email us um, and we'll be happy to assist them in helping their spouse, their uh, sons, daughters, brothers, sisters, and help filing a claim. And we will actually be able to help walk them through the whole process on how to file a claim and discuss the timelines and what they could expect next. Okay. So yeah, they would actually reach out to a real life person here at the Chicago Regional Office.
0: Oh, fantastic! Uh, I mean, so so it's really pretty a versatile program. You know, you have the it ability is. to yeah to really reach people. Uh, love that. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. what are some of the things that you should you you would recommend for veterans to do as far as their paperwork, making sure you know because we still have some people who are veterans who are. You know, uh, leaving the service or still in the service, and and then you also have people who are veterans, of course, who are out. Uh, you know, f- you know, f- uh, had prior service. Uh, what about their paperwork? What would you recommend for them to do uh, to make sure that they uh, have what you need in order to accurately, fi- you know, file a claim and uh, to, to to you know present themselves for the uh, claims process.
1: Right. Um, great question. Um, so what? There's a couple of things they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, first. Obviously, they could always reach out to us directly. Like I said, we can walk them through the system to talk about what items you need up front and what items we, or documents we could retrieve on your behalf. But a tremendous um, help would be our uh, VSOs, our veteran service organizations like mm-hmm. DB, VFW, and so on. And they offer tremendous service where they can actually assist you in filing claims and discuss, again, is what we would do, talk about the timelines, um, but they'll be able to offer. It's all free, too, so make sure you reach out to the free service ones. that they won't charge the veterans a dime. They're there primarily to assist the veterans with the claims process. So that's a tremendous support mm-hmm. for the veterans as well.
0: Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So there, yeah. So, you know, the thing you were saying is that uh, we really want you to uh, get online and look at uh, vet inquiries v e t i n q u i r i e s dot v b a c h i at uh, v a dot gov and the phone number is three one two nine eight zero four four seven zero but i like to really thank you you are some really outstanding partners for america's heroes group and the chicago regional office uh, veteran benefits administration you are doing a stellar job. We are so, so happy to have you uh, in association with us and thank you for your service to our veterans and their families and our community as a whole. And uh, so, uh, you know, I I just have John Pennington and uh, Alden uh, Only. And uh, John is a master of all trades. It looks like he's getting his third master's degree. So (laughs) uh, I'm going to have to uh, call you on uh, three different phone lines, I think, just to get some information from you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit AmericasHG.org.